Get Fit Radio. Marcus Smith. Innerfight.com is where you can find him. And once again, on the floor of the Inner Fight Inner Sanctum. It's only a matter of time before James streaks in here in his circa 1970s leotard, jumps into a class, jumps on the pull-up rig, and just starts breaking out all of those moves that you used to I, have. I bought two new workout shirts See? this weekend. How can you let this go wrong so early? <laughs> and, and I looked at them, and the question was, would these be excellent for me? And all I asked was, would Marcus wear either of these shirts? No. Perfect for me. <laughs> Did your wife let you buy them? When I you don't take out, your wife shopping, do you? My wife and kids were there right. at this event. Right. And an, an event it was. Okay. And I put these both of these things on, and my kids go, Whoa! Dad, you're no. not going <laughs> To the point that when my son went to his football practice, he said, You're not coming in wearing that, are you? Oh, no. I was, well, I went and ran around the jogging track. Embarrassed so of Dad. Fluorescent yellow that you can Mate, see that's brilliant. from miles away. For, exactly. And, and great. I, and a fluorescent know, orange. So you're sitting so on an orange stool right exactly. now here in the gym. <laughs> take, take that, ramp it up three or four times. And wrap it around your beautiful physique. Yeah. yeah. That's immense. You know, on a, on a serious note, though, I know you like to be seen. That's why you've well, got this. I mean, that's absolutely. It. And, and it's not to be seen by people. It's to be seen by anyone. Exactly. The golf carts that are going around the track. <laughs> I don't want to get hit. But it, it, it's true, though. I've seen, you know, the, on, on the weekend, I was out early um, go, going actually up and down the beach road or up the beach road and then back down. So many, so many people running. And that that's cool. We're coming yeah. up to the marathon. We'll probably speak about that next week as we lead into the yeah. marathon. But. It was that was cool. It was the middle of the day. I actually see people at, at night out running in dark t-shirts. I don't. I don't get it. In black, in yeah. blue. You know. Whereas you, you're gonna let people know where yeah. you are. So if they want to come and clip you, that yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's so much it's safer. Yeah, and I, no. I think a lot of the time, especially in the mornings now, I see people out running early. It's not getting light till 6:37. Let's be smart, folks. If you're out training for the marathon, if you're out just training for anything. Go to the same job shop that James went to. Hook up with his. What have we got? Yellow, yellow, and, and orange. orange. Hey, American Eagle. I got American, that American Eagle. Eagle of all places. Can you moisture believe? wicking for American Eagle? Maybe That's not. it. And they, no, yeah, <laughs> complete moisture wicking. And and on the tag, amongst other things, the moisture wicking and this and that. Jim Worthy. Did you take that tag and just sew it into? I've got, no, I've got it. I'm going to bring it in. I'm going to put it up on on Instagram and show it to you. It's just holding the tag. I am Jim, Jim Worthy. Worthy. A, this is my stamp a, of approval. There we go. I'm allowed to work out. American <laughs> Eagles say I'm Jim, Jim Worthy. Worthy. Nothing to do with the shirt. Well, that's brilliant. How many Ks did you run on debut then? Around five. The, just five. five Ks. Yeah, small. One. Steady on the track. Are Ooh. you in? Are you in the run this year? Are yeah, you in I'm the doing Dubai the 10K. Marathon? I'm You're doing, doing the, the 10K. Run, run for Rebecca at the, oh, sta- wow. the station. So I'm in that. I'm going to do the 10K this year. Wow. And, uh, and so 5K is a warm-up. You'd, yeah, you'd be just, in the taper phase as well. Yeah, I'm just, you know what? I, I sort of, I'm sort of on a permanent taper. So this is, you know, I'll run a 5 or 10K. I like to do, I like to do, you know, 7 to 10Ks four yep. times a week. And, yeah, I'm pretty consistent. Listen to this, folks. This is cool. James runs 7 to 10K four times a week yep. to keep him just healthy, exactly. over, fit. Exactly. That's, that's all it takes. It's, it's done in under an hour? Oh, yeah, easily. Oh, come easily. on. Easily. <laughs> That was a no, test. if I'm if I'm doing 10k, it's usually about an hour and 10, hour go. and 15, you know, hour and 15 if I'm going slow, hour and 10 if I've picked up the pace. But it's typically around an hour and 10 minutes. Four times a week keeps yeah. him nice and active. Yeah. And if you know if I go in for a 5k, then I'm coming in at about 35 minutes, 30 minutes. It just depends. At least you're not doing the 3k cattle march. <laughs> that was busy last year. That, it was. That, that freaked me out. Too it many was. people. Too smaller area. It, 
it's not easy. You know, I said to my son, if he's if he wants to do that one again this year, no problem. I'm in there with him, yeah. and I'll do the 10K and then do it with him. But I, I don't. I think they got a football game the same day, so he's saying, look, you know, I don't want to be out there. He's not it. doing it. Nah, he's not doing it this year. So is there a, is there a, is there a gang of you running? Oh yeah, well, we've got a whole bunch of us from, the, the, from studio, the studio, all branded up. It's going to be great. Brilliant. It truly is the run for Rebecca. It's Brilliant. just about a year ago that she passed away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and this is uh, a whole run dedicated to her, and she was right into the the marathon and yeah. all the activities around it. So can it, we sponsor? Are you? Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know about Some that. Some new clothes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> a haircut. <laughs> but speaking of runs, the hair is perfect today. Speaking of runs, you're, you're down to two weeks before you head off on the 300K Odyssey oh, across the Yes, I am. Where, where are you in the training schedule I've stopped. for that? I've stopped training. That's yeah. it. That's enough. It was, it was actually quite funny. I, I was lucky enough to chat with the guys on the grill on yeah. Saturday night. And old friend Tom Urquhart. Tom. Every every time I see Tom, well, this is how he put it. I'm going off to do something even more. I don't know if he tried to insult me and call it stupid or ridiculous. There is a difference in that, but uh, I, you know, I'm never sure with Tom because I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> slinging insults at me every yeah. time I talk to him, and I'm always sitting there going, I'm just too slow to pick up whatever he's saying. Whatever you're saying, exactly. <laughs> and, and 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 then the good old Chris McCarty as well, well who who, who on the show absolutely guaranteed to run the 10k with us next year although he was a little bit afraid about running from the studio to his car but that's that's a completely different story next year you're doing the 10k me yeah no no okay you do the marathons maybe Maybe something longer. Let's okay. see. So where are we at? Tom asked exactly the same question. Actually, Friday... So you're telling me I should be listening to the grill? Uh, <laughs> I like the guys. Yeah, you know, my problem with the grill is I'm, i got a protest going on because I come on after the grill right. on Mondays. Right. And do you think those guys send any calamari rings or anything my nah, way? Never. Nah, never. They nah, promise them. Nah, yeah. Never arrive. Nothing, nothing yeah, arrives. Never. Well, anyway, so looking, tell me, looking tell me at one Tom... of the presenters, Carl Van Rosenveld, <laughs> it looks like he's been eating all of the calamaris and a few of the... I think they're sponsored by some meat company. I think and barbecues <laughs> or something like that. These guys have been digging in. Tom, Tom looks great. Chris McCarty is in, in great shape to start his training as well. But Van Rosenveld seems to um, seems to have been in everything. So where are we at? They asked me exactly the same question, and, and that was Saturday. After on Friday, we'd just been to Rasal Kema, okay. a really awesome event. And and if you're into running. If you're into, you don't have to be into adventure racing. You don't really have to be into trail racing at all. But if you want to challenge yourself in a different way, yeah. if you want to get off-road a little bit, yeah. these ladies that organized the event on Friday, they, they've What got, was it called? It's called the Urban Ultra Big Stinker. <laughs> and I it, love that name. It's, the yeah, Urban well, it's, Ultra Big Stinker. It's classic. The, 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 their organization is called Urban Ultra Events. Uh-huh. And the event was called the Big Stinker. In November, we did the Desert Stinker. Yeah. They've got the Big Stinker. I think they've got the Ultra Long Stinker coming up. So all of their races are branded Stinker. And, and when they welcome you to the event in the briefing, they say, Good morning, Stinkers. Nice. <laughs> it's quite nice. an interesting welcome. So we did a, we did a 36-kilometer run. Through, through Absolutely fantastic. Started at the base of the Golden Tulip in Russell Kama, yeah. which I'd never been to. Isn't that a great place? Managed to find it in the dark. It, yeah. it, it's fantastic, actually. 12K loop around with a 500-meter ascent yeah. on each loop, which was pretty interesting and quite testing. Yeah. So we, we, we did that 36K, and that is, to get back to the original question, that is the last run, people might not believe it, that we're going to do for the next two weeks before we start. 
Sounds good. Wow. It doesn't mean you're not training. Doesn't mean we're not you're, training. We're here on the floor of the yeah. gym, and you can hear the music in the background yeah. and the weights dropping and stuff. Yeah. But you're still training, but you're not doing we're any more running. We're still training. Runs. We're not doing any more running. We're definitely not doing any long running. Any more long running. Why not? The damage that it does to your central nervous system, the damage that it does to your, to your, to your joints, yeah. to your to your hips, to your knees, to your ankles. We're also carrying 10 kilo backpacks on the run. The damage that you, yeah. the damage all around and how it makes you tired. We don't need it for the next two weeks. We need to roll up at the start line fresh. We're running 300 k's in under 100 hours. It's three, two, one, go. There's no stages. There's no 40 k today, 80 k tomorrow, yeah. which a lot of these multi-stage ultramarathons are. This is a hundred hours time cap. If you run the 300 straight off the bat and don't sleep, that's up to you. Any supervision so, along the way from the race organizers? There, there are, yeah. yeah. There's um, there's a few bivouacs set up along the way where there's uh, running water or. or or more water and hot water, and then there's there's water stations every 20 to 25k. But we, you get send all the GPS coordinates. Okay. You have to carry a compass, so there's kind of a little bit of find your own way as well. All right. So for that, we definitely don't want to be doing too much or any running for the next two weeks. So that's kind of a taper phase. We've only actually trained for this event for about eight weeks now, but we've got a lot of decent long runs in there as well, yeah. and, and it's kind of like you know. As will be happening with a lot of the marathon runners, they might not run the 42Ks. They might have never run the 42Ks before. Yeah. You don't always have to have done that. I will not run 300Ks uh, before we run the race in Oman. There's, I just don't want to go through that twice in, in, in the same <laughs> stage. So this week yeah. and then this week is, is, is still bearing in mind that once we get back, We've got the CrossFit Open, which starts at the end of February. Man. So we're training in, in conjunction yeah. with that as well. Okay. And, and just to add, this running training has been on top of our normal training. So we're doing all our, our, our normal weights, all our normal conditioning, a lot of strength stuff, still a lot of stuff in the legs to, to maintain the strength of the legs this week. And then from next week, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep a lot. I'm going to eat a lot of fat, a lot of good fat not fat that we might think, and I'm just going to completely take it easy and I'll do some movement training, but we're not going to do anything on the body. So the week leading into the event is total, total relaxation. i got another quick question for you. Are we going to be able to follow some of this on, on social media where available? Uh, or are you going to Absolutely, yeah. We're, we're going to be updating our, our social media as much as we can. We are in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, our so we might wait till the end to get a nice blast of, yeah. of seeing what's happening. We'll, we'll try and update along the way when we're, when we're able to. But we, as I said, we are in the middle of nowhere and there might not be a whole deal of satellite communication, let's put it that way. But we will, we will try and update. We start on Monday the 27th at 6 p.m. in the evening, which is beautiful. The first stage yeah. starting just as it's got dark. But the, the key over the next two weeks, as I said, this week is, is normal gym training, our normal strength work and our normal CrossFit work. Then next week is complete relaxation. One of the keys going into this as well, we're, we're going to come into situations where we're sleep deprived. We're going to come into situations where we're a lot more tired yeah, physically than yeah. we've ever been before. That's muscular-wise as well as just just absolutely shattered. So we're, we can't, as humans, we cannot store up sleep but we can catch up sleep. So we want to go, you know, we, we look at it as the petrol tank again. We want to go with a petrol tank full of sleep. That's how we want to do it. So that's what we're doing over the next two weeks, just trying to sleep. And still, I don't want to lose any of my strength, so we still got to do that this week. We're talking with Marcus Smith. This is Get Fit Radio. If you've got questions you want to get to the program, very easily, nightline at Dubai 1038ae and we'll get you on on the next round. 
Coming up, we've got questions about elbow pain. We've got Iron Man questions, and we've also got where to get bulk chicken. Some questions about delayed onset muscle strain pain syndrome and more. You got it. There we go. This is Get Fit Radio. This is Get Fit Radio, and questions coming in from you. Keep them coming in, by the way. Nightline at Dubaii1038.ae, or get them directly to Marcus, winning at innerfight.com. Marcus, we get out into the gym. I'm, I'm looking over at a guy right now. He's He's been on a, a half of a ball. He's been pulling some, <laughs> he's some things. He's nothing to do with me. He's been, he's been on one of the machines. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking over at, at some other parts of the gym. The potential for people to overexert themselves. Massive. Yes. And when you overexert yourself, you can find that you, you get some pain here yep. or there. And you had a question about elbow pain. Yeah. And this coming from doing doing dips and and other types of exercises. Yeah, pull ups, dips, and, and also a lot of pain through the through the wrist. There's a well, lot. Yeah, of, then it's migrating down the wrist. Exactly. So what 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 we're seeing here, we, we you're right, and and this is probably something a little bit of a caution sign for people going into gyms and starting out in gyms. We go into gyms, maybe not in the best shape that we've been in. Yeah. We might be. Let's take a huge percentage of the population that we're riding desks the whole day. Yep. We're sat at a desk. We're sat behind the computer. So we've got our legs kind of in the position we're sat in at the moment. We're, sh- we're seeing a lot of shortening. We look like chairs, basically. We look you like I. chairs. You know, it's, it's the worst position. If you can get a stand-up workstation, get a stand-up workstation. If you can walk around, walk around. We've been through all of these little tips before to get that. But we get people in a gym that have these syndromes, that have been sat behind a desk for literally for eight hours a day, five days a week for the last working they working life, which yeah. for some people, five years, 10 years, 15 years, even longer. So we get people in here whose bodies are not working real well. What we then see people do when they get let loose in a gym on their own is that they start to load their body with this bad pattern going on. Right. So we, we see a lot of back pain immediately coming in. And, and what happens, this is the saddest thing, is that you're all fired up. It's still January. Yep. You're nearing the end. So that 88% of people that fail are definitely fail. Yeah, they're right there. They're, it's they're, right they're, now. They're, you, know, you know who you are. And right you can still there. reverse things. But there's a whole bunch of people who those shoes now have been hung up. Have been hung up. Or their I new, gave it a try. Their new Flora <laughs> running shirt has been hung up, not yours. So gave it a try. What, what we, what we see is... <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to wait till next year? You don't. We're going we're gonna to strike up that conversation again in February. Because February is the new January, yeah. just in case you didn't get a good start in January. But let's let's get back Jump to the, back the elbow pain here talking from about. dips and pull-ups. Yeah. And stuff. So what what we see is we see people get hurt straight away. Bad back is is very common. Uh, pull in the hamstring or in the quad is very common. What we've got here, and and what can we do to avoid that? Just go into it slowly. Please go into it slowly. It's better if you continue to do your regime rather yeah. than you hurt yourself on the first day and you're out for two weeks. By the by that time that you come back in, you've already lost a lot of time. So you just yeah. have to be really careful. Now, you don't want to be one of those people. You don't want to be one of those people. because and, and people say this all the time. When you get your mindset into gym, food, and healthy living, if one of those kind of goes out the window, there is a domino effect. And this is human nature. I'm, we work with people to try and reduce that from happening, but it is human nature. They kind of go hand in hand. What we've got here is we've got elbow pain. Tennis elbow generally is a lot of what this is. We're putting, and you think about a lot of stuff we do in the gym. Legs, no problem. We're, we're putting, and this is where the injuries come from. Legs, we're probably putting load on the back or on the shoulders. Yeah. Pain through the back when we're trying to load our legs. When we're trying to load our upper body, all of the movement is involving our arm. 
So we're putting a lot of new load. Again, you've been sat tapping the keys. The most you've been doing is moving your mouse from here to there yeah. or moving your hand, drinking your coffee. You've done nothing. You've done nothing. And suddenly what you try and do, you might be 10 or 15 kilos overweight. You grab yourself, you know, oldest, oldest tricks in the book, in the gym or oldest exercise in the book, pull-ups, dips, bench yeah. press, back squat, all of this stuff. So look at the pull-up. You've put your hand on the pull-up bar. You now weigh 15 kilos more than you used to weigh. You used to be 100, which is too much anyway. You're now not you. You're now 115, <laughs> and you're trying to pull all of this up. Yeah. What's gonna give? Your wrist is gonna give out. Your elbows in all kinds of pain. You've pulled all the tendons out. The ligaments are screaming, but you're so pumped up. It's your new regime that you go home and it's okay. Yeah. Next day you wake up and you're in a truckload of pain. Same with a dip. Think about the dips bar. Oh yeah, you, same thing. It's same, the same thing. Area, isn't it? It's going through there. We've got serious amount of tightness coming through or serious amount of load coming through the elbows and coming through the wrists as well. We see it when people try and push a bar above the head. Yeah. The wrist is bent back. We've got a lot of stuff happening through the elbow. What can you do? And, and this is really, this is really the, the medicine and, and, and the diagnosis for this. You've got to start activating this stuff. You've got to stretch out. Simple stuff as much as stretching your wrist. Get into where it's sore. If I touch you now right there between the elbow, you're, you're actually going to feel that's a real pressure point. If it's real tender, get in there with a hockey ball. Get in there with something that's hard. Rub it hard against the corner of the wall just to try and break up that scar tissue to release it. You need to be doing what we'd call a preventative medicine or a mobility around these areas whether it be on the wrist or, or on the elbow just to try and reduce that and you know for all parts if you are 15 kilos overweight you're at that 115 kilos you know let's give your body a bit of a rest yeah. let's not bang up these joints and, and 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 these important areas until you get a little bit of weight off them you're you're 15 kilos in this example you're 15 kilos heavier than you used to be like your body's going to react different and if you haven't been in the gym for a while it's going to be different. It's like it's like loading an elastic band too much. It's got a breaking point and it's going to snap. So we do see a lot of elbow pain. We, we see it as well. Don't get me wrong. We see it in perhaps more finely tuned people that are, are continuing to push. And and we've seen this through, through our clients as well. We've seen it in people that aren't in such good shape. And we've also seen it in people that are just through loads of tightness. Tennis elbow as well. I don't know if you've ever had it, James. No, you know, it, I think it I, hurts. I, I've had some variation of that. And, and yeah. I, I want to say a great tip if you're looking at how to get out there and, and work on as you said, breaking up that scar tissue is go to your physio yeah. and you know, get a session and get and talk to them about what you're looking for yeah. and get them to show you how to correctly do yeah. these these treatments, these exercises, because exactly. that's really what physio is about. It, it, it is, you know, and, and, and that's a really good point. Now, I don't want to put any physios out of business, but, you know, we, we go and see the physio and sometimes it is... It's kind of tough to keep going back. It's it's a strain on time. Yeah. Some people, it could be a financial strain as well. Yep. And and a lot of the stuff, if you ask them like that, they'll show you, yeah, what we're actually doing is we're getting in here, we're breaking it up this out. If you can't get to the point, at least maybe your spouse can help you or a yeah. friend can help you to get to that point and really try and release that. Because sometimes it's as easy as what I was saying, putting a hard ball, if it's a cricket ball or hockey ball, in there and just trying to create some mobility well, that around was the, the, the last time I went to the physio, I got half a dozen exercises. Victoria showed me how to do them before. Amazing. In front of the mirror, she's saying, say, if it feels like this, you're doing it right. If you've got this, it doesn't. you're not yeah. doing it right. Yeah. This is how you do them. G give them a go. We'll talk to you in a week, yep. and let's go back through them. And, 
and do yeah. them. And, and if you do them, yeah, they work. They work exactly. And you know, there's there's different measures as well. Like so many times, and I've been probably as guilty as anyone else. You go to the physio. This is wrong. Yeah. He he, he, <laughs> he has a little bit of play around. What's wrong? I feel better. Okay, go and do such and such your exercise. Well, why would I want to? I feel better already. Yeah. You know, please do listen to these guys. They're they're they are professionals. They know what they're talking about on the most part. And go away and do the exercises that they tell you because that's gonna. A, it's going to help to to speed up the recovery process, but B as well, and this is the main thing, it's preventative medicine. Yeah. It's it's something that you could be doing, and and a lot of stuff is you know releasing some trigger points or getting your hand in and releasing some muscle fiber, some scar tissue that basically is just is just a little bit tight, and your investment in time, two or three minutes, five to ten minutes, two or yeah. three days a week, again keeps you in the gym on your fitness regime and getting the results you want as opposed to on the sidelines. And as we said, if the gym goes out the window, a lot of the time, unfortunately, the diet goes with it. Yeah, it's that simple. Marcus Smith uh, joining us from innerfight.com, dubaii1038.ae if you want to get some questions to us. And a really quick one is, is about chicken. And you, This you is get, a good question. You get a lot of questions, <laughs> Marcus, about food and yeah. And why not? Because we all want to eat well, and people are looking at your diet because yeah. you're, you're pretty you're pretty focused on what you eat. Absolutely, yeah. Bulk chicken. Yeah, this these are actually good questions. This is a real local question, which 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 yeah. I really like. We're trying to help a lot of people locally, and, and we're actually in the process of building a whole directory on the site which answers these local questions. So this is a great one. It will go on the site. So thanks a lot for sending it in. Where can I buy bulk chicken? Yeah. Now, me personally, I don't buy a great deal of chicken here. We've spoken about it before. I find a lot of it's been tampered with, extra thickener put in, a lot of salt put in, perhaps some chicken that looks more like not a chicken. Let's put yeah. it that way. Quite a large so, piece. So where do you breast. recommend getting so some of your? So what the brand that I found to be perhaps one of the better brands, and it, basically by taste and also by size, is, is a brand called Alcazna. Um, they do some great chicken breasts that are, are a lot smaller. They still taste okay. There isn't a lot of salt in them. There isn't a lot of thickener in them. And buying in bulk, I don't often go through a, a bulk buying process because I want my food to be pretty much as fresh as I can. For mm. sure, if I'm going to the store, you know, and if, if for example, I buy my meat in Carrefour, they do great yeah. New Zealand or Australian fillet. I buy three to five kilos at once just so I don't have to go there too often. The, there isn't a lot of in a lot of countries. I think in the U.S., definitely in the U.K., and definitely in the Southern Hemisphere, we can go to more wholesalers. Right. There are a few wholesalers here, but you do have to be buying. Which, if there is a few of you, it's a great thing to do. I know. I know a lot of. I've got a lot of friends in Australia and the States. They'll they'll sort of all chip in and buy a cow. Yeah. And and, and keep it in a deep freeze. Here, I don't really. There, there are a few. There are a few places that do that. I think there's a few in Alcoz. I'll have a look around and I'll actually put some some stuff in the show notes so that so that people can see that. But generally, I'm not buying. Me personally, I'm not buying chicken in bulk. And unless you're ready to buy a lot, there is not a massive price difference in this market. There we go. Marcus Smith, Interfight.com. This is Get Fit Radio. You're listening to Nightline on Dubai Eye 103.8 FM. This is Get Fit Radio on Dubai Eye, and Marcus Smith joining us from innerfight.com. He uh, answers the questions. 
He poses some questions, and we generally try to get you in shape, keep you in shape, and keep you motivated to one of the main things, live well. It? Exactly. Live well because you are designed to do so. Marcus, you had a question about a person who yeah. wants to head out on an, on a, an Ironman. This is awesome. This yeah, is, let's, this let's is hear this like question. A, this is probably like an extreme January decision. Yeah. But it's it's a great one. So this guy's just signed up for his first Ironman. It's going to be in Germany this year uh, in July. And he says, as a result, I've upped my swim, run, and bike training. So basically, he's he's just doing swim, bike, and run. Yeah. Now, what his problem is right now is he says, I ache all of the time. I'm never starting a session without some kind of body fatigue. So what he's looking for, he's looking for some ideas on recovery. Have you got any tips for improving my recovery? My diet sleep patterns are already pretty good, but wondered if you had any particular advice. Yeah. Now, he's obviously listened to me before or seen, seen what I talk about because the first thing I'd say, and this is for everyone and we'll reiterate it on this question, the first thing I'd ask is, how is your diet and your sleep? Yeah. Now, let's presume his diet and his sleep's pretty good. He says it is. He's sleeping maybe six to eight hours a night. That's what he's since told me. I want that a little bit higher. I want it around. I want it at eight. If someone says to me six or to eight hours, it's normally six. six. It's yeah. not normally eight. You know, <laughs> it, how long will it take you to get there? Oh, 10 to 15 minutes. Like I know you're only going to be here in 15 minutes. You're never here in 10. So sleep is is, is really important. The diet's really important as well. The, the the second thing that I ask this guy is. Have you? He says, I've upped my swim, run, and bike training. Oh, well, that was my question. What did he up it from? What exactly? <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like, let's go back to, to, to our experience from running. Prior to this run, we were doing very little running. I would go out every couple of months. I'd run 25K, and that would be about it. What's happening if I start running a lot immediately? Ow, everything's getting yeah. sore. I'm not used to it. If I went out and did 60K run, I did a 60K run the other week, came to the gym the next day, worked out, had no problems at all. Three months ago or two months ago before we started, if my first run had been 60K, hour would have been in pain. So how are you upping your training? Yeah. And this is... It sounds th- like you might not have been very incremental is what yeah, I... Yeah, exactly. Not knowing. And this is... This is such cool energy that I've seen from people, especially being at the start of the year. Marcus, I want to do this. I want to come to the gym. I want to fix my diet. I want to sleep yeah. good. I want, you know, you want the whole package. And, and folks, I'm happy to help you with the whole package, but I know it's, it's, it's like eating a steak. You yeah. cannot eat a 500 <laughs> gram steak in one, you know, what, what does, what does Grand say? Chew that thing. How yeah. many times when I was young, Marcus, yeah. chew your food. Marcus, chew your food. Okay, I'm hungry. I want this stuff inside me. I'm not chewing any of it. But And it's exactly the same thing. 500 gram steak, we, we take it in little bite sizes. July is this guy's Iron Man. And this is why it's cool. He's, He's organized. Still got a lot of time. He's got a lot of time, James. And, and that's what I like. I like it when there's a bit of time. I'm working with a few guys at the moment that gave me a month to get them ready for, for a week on Friday for the marathon. Not much time, but we're going to get them there. This has, this has got to be incremental. You're absolutely shocking your body. What could potentially happen here as well is you go through it. You're in January. It's the start of the year. You've signed up for the Ironman. You're super keen, super keen. You're going to do it and end it up three to four weeks down the line. You break down. Your body just says, James, this is enough. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to take it. Yeah. What happens? Your body shuts down. You have to take two weeks off. 
you've gone into what's called adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue. Your body is absolutely depleted. That can take two weeks. I'm being kind to you. Three to four weeks. That's a long time. That's a long time. And your motivation then has been just totally drained. Your motivation is drained. And that, that great idea you had, what happens, because we've now taken two to three weeks off, we're now two months into the six months of training, you start to get a little bit itchy, have I got enough time left? Yeah. Is six months enough time to get someone from scratch to an Ironman? In, a lot, in this guy's case, definitely. I know, I know what his physique is. He's, he's an athlete. He, he's, he's trained before. He's, complete, he's competed in a few triathlons. He can get there. It's enough time. It's enough time without, you know, with, without starting the marathon at 100-meter pace. Yeah. You know, Haile Gabrielassie. Okay, it looks like he's running as fast as Usain Bolt when he's running past me in the marathon. But actually, he's just running at his pace. If you start out too fast, you're going to burn. And and this is the thing: the body just goes into absolute shock. So right. the advice here, folks, if you're starting a, a epic journey like this, is if you're starting to prepare for something. And, and and don't get me wrong. A lot of the time, I guess we put benchmarks really high up there: Ironman triathlon, marathon, ultra marathons, all of these really quite extreme races. Like for someone who's just rolled off the couch after 15 years and and 15 to 20 kilos overweight, like their Ironman is a one-kilometer walk. Yeah. So it's not that it's not that you're you're you have competed in an event before or you have been fit it's the same application for everyone if you're 20 kilos overweight again i'm not going to ask you to run 3k the first day you come in same as what we're talking about just before the break in the in the pain the different pain that you get you have to be really careful slow steady steps and this is where you have to be honest as well the first week might be slightly easy Adjust the second week. Yeah. Get, get this increment. Make it a little bit harder. You've got to get up to that. And if you, there's a tendency as well. And 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 this is probably one of the one of the cl- most classic sayings that I hear. I'm getting fit for the gym. Yeah. I can't go to the gym yet. I'm getting fit. <laughs> now you're kidding there's yourself. A lot, but there's a lot of people who say that. There's so many people that say that. And that's where we kind of have to go. Hold up a mirror and say, James, have a look at yourself. Are you really getting fit for the gym or are you just trying to put this off? Because to me, you've been doing your 1K walk around your little garden for the last three months. It's time to step things up a bit here. Yeah. You know, so there has to be that little bit of, you know, where are we at? And, and, and that's actually why having not necessarily a coach, but having a mentor or support, you know, I could say to you, James, this is my goal. This is my increments. I could share my plan with you. And and, and you turn around and next week we're on the show. You say, Marcus, how was it? How was that 1K walk? And I tell you, mate, it was fine. My heart rate was fine. And then you go, okay, well, in the plan next week, we're into 2K. Are you ready for, you know, and there's a, you don't have to, you don't have to get a guru coach. You don't have to get. You just need someone holding you, just you accountable. Need someone holding you accountable, and that works with the motivation then, because that's that exactly. whole thing. Exactly, exactly, and 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 that's the you know. It's almost like self motivation. It is like self motivation. It's it's self motivation because I know you're gonna you're gonna give out to me on it, and it's kind of like you know we know each other. I'm not gonna let you down. You're not gonna let me down. Yeah. We're gonna do this together. I guess that's that's a that's a key point is you've yeah. got to find that person who's yeah. gonna be honest with you, <laughs> who's gonna hold you to it, and when you're doing well, is gonna say, hey, you're doing well, and when yeah. you're not doing well, and, say, hey, why are you being lazy? Why are you being lazy? And and this is the thing. People come in and and, and see me. And we sit down and okay, you're 25% body fat. Can I get rid of that? Well, of course you get rid of that, but you have to do exactly what I say, and you have to be honest. And if you yeah. eat like not the best stuff you have to tell me you don't eat the best stuff and when you're eating and we have to have that honesty and yeah. people a lot of people turn around and say oh sometimes you're a bit harsh 
No, I'm not. I'm honest. I'm telling you, James, you've had cake today. That's it's not in our plan. Yeah, it's okay to have a, a piece of cake once in a while, but you only it's have okay. half the cake. But be honest, you had half the cake. Yeah, you know what? I sat down and I couldn't resist. I had a big tasty. Exactly. Or you've given up after five of your 10K. James, yeah. why have you only run the 5K? Exactly. And sometimes, don't get me wrong, there'll be an answer, yeah. there'll be a reason for that. But the, this is the but thing look, as it's well. It's easy to give up after five. I mean, I'm out there running. I can easy. tell you. If, Dude, and it's not any different for you, for me, yeah. or for Haile Gabra Selassie. The first two or three K of 40 is a mind game. And yeah. you've run 3K and you've got 39 to go. <laughs> and you're gone. <laughs> it's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and it's, honestly, the same thing. We, we're human. The same thing will enter my mind when we start the 300. The first yeah. two steps, I'll be like, oh, whoa, I've got so far, you know, but yeah. it's how, it's kind of how you deal with that. So that, that accountability, it doesn't need to be a big expensive coach that's been there and done everything, but that's super important. Go into these things slowly. Set your goals super big. Go big. Take off the big chunks. You know, some people, oh, it was easy. I got through my goal and now I don't know. Like, yeah. come on, did you challenge yourself? Some people, that small run might be it. Get that accountability in place. Let your body adapt slowly. Get the accountability. Tell someone, share your goals. We spoke about it last week or the week before on, on the show yep. with our example of Catboy. He's out there. He's telling people. We've already told everyone what you're doing. You're doing the 10K in, in 10 days' time. Yeah. You know, there's an accountability there. And that's, that's super cool as well. You'll get, you, you know, it's funny. What, what, how does it go? At first, they'll doubt you and then they'll join you. you know, exactly. Everyone will say, James, you're never going to run. And then <laughs> when they see you, you know, people will see what you've done or what everyone's going to do in, in 10 days' time. And the marathon and next year can i run with you well that's yeah, it and sure tim and tim elliott he's running as well or walking uh, or something he said he's going to be there uh, he's going to be on I, that's one of the things on. that i used to love about coming up to the studio <laughs> i always got to see tim he was constantly threatening to do something to get involved in something and now that we're down here in the gym i miss out but all the best for tim yeah for he's going to be there well. it's going to be great this is the start of big things so it's gonna be a lot of fun <laughs> is that his words or your words <laughs> those are my is, words is, but I'm... is he your accountability or are you his accountability in all this thing i can see what's going on here. <laughs> no, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Smith is from Interfight.com. This is Get Fit Radio on Nightline. All right, this is Get Fit Radio. Marcus Smith joins us every week at this time from Interfight.com. In fact, we are on the floor of Engine Gym and Fitness where Marcus works out, and that's where the show's coming to you from. You can hear some pumping music, some things falling every now and then. Don't get worried. James's face goes a little bit pale from time to time. <laughs> it's when it shakes. <laughs> when he sees someone push it a little bit further than he thought was humanly possible. But very nice to have you in our house, James. As always, I'm, I'm glad you invite me back to, to do this. <laughs> How can I not? How can I not? Quick question. I'm looking at some machines, but I'm also looking over at the inner fight sanctum, and I'm seeing a lot of free weights and things. Yep. Weights versus machines. How do we make the choice? What, <laughs> what's going on? It comes around and goes around this question a lot. Now, to me, I want to see people moving naturally. Yeah. A lot of machines put us in very unnatural positions. So what we're, what we're seeing is the machines, but they create isolation. They allow us to isolate certain uh, parts of our okay. body. Personally, I prefer to stay completely away from them. 
We prefer rowing machines we love. Yeah. Because they have a, an, an incredible effect on your mind. <laughs> if you've ever been on a Concept 2 rowing oh, machine, man. you're probably laughing they're, in the background. They're incredible. They're, they're, they, they're they, they, they mess with your mind big I, time. I, I don't know if you... When was it? When Steve Redgrave, five times gold medalist for rowing for Great Britain, they made a documentary of their of his quest for the last one. And he's one of the guys is, 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 is on the Concept 2, passes out. He's out cold falls off the rowing machine, he comes to, they put him back on, put the oar back in his hand and just keep going and keep going. So it's incredible. That's one machine that we do like. Aside from that, we want to see the body move naturally. We want to see, yeah. we want to see good functional movement. So I'm a massive fan of, of allowing that to happen. I see within machines that that's not allowed to happen a lot. We see it very, very constricting, a lot of constraint through different machines, and, and, and sometimes putting people and developing things that in the wrong way as well. Now, all the machines are really well ergonomically designed and yeah. stuff, but I just a lot of time I just don't see that we're able to get a proper range of motion and, and the right movement. And in some cases, it, it allows you to actually use your own body weight as the yeah, tool, to, to, to which leverage. means you can do the exercise almost anywhere. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. So, you know, that, that's the cool thing. We, we teach a lot of uh, the, the initial part of, of a lot of our training is, is, is being able to do things with your body, being able to do a proper push-up, being able to squat down properly, which you can do anywhere. Yeah. I'll make you tired doing 100 <laughs> squats. I'll make you tired doing 100 push-ups, 100 uh, I don't burpees. Doubt you. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't need this different stuff. So it's, it's a different way of looking at it. A lot of people at the same time, we have to understand they feel a lot safer with machines. They feel that they put them in a, in, in a safe position as well. But if you look to a, a lot of performance gyms now, especially, we're seeing less and less equipment. And a lot of, if you look at a lot of the old school gyms yeah. as well, we don't see a great deal of equipment. There so, which is nice because they scare people, all these machines. Yeah. Because they don't know how to use them. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you end up, I, I, I've seen some great stuff recently on, on, on different forms of social media. People just completely the wrong way around in machines. We might shoot some of that next week when you're in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another, another quick one, talking about delayed onset muscle pain. Yeah. What's the, that all about? The, the, this, is, this is interesting. It's exactly what, what it says. Delayed onset of muscle pain, soreness symptoms so what we're doing we work out today yeah tomorrow we don't feel too bad might feel a little bit stiff it catches up with us the following day it takes that time it's a long time yeah it takes the time for the body you 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 almost i put you in shock you're coming out of shock 24 or 48 hours later ah the body starts to realize what's happening the question here is is i've just basically this guy's just started training yeah He's getting a lot of it. He trains. He can't train the next day. Yeah. He's still a little bit sore. Is the he training day. too hard? Is he training too hard? Is, is he training too hard? He could be going a little bit hard, a little bit early. But again, what we're saying in the previous in the previous part of the show is he's been riding the desk. Right. He's been riding the desk for six months. He hasn't been doing anything. And now you ask him to swing a kettlebell, to lift this, to go here, run, jump, do whatever. It's a big, big shock to the system. You've got to be super careful. So the body's going into shock. Now, what was interesting about this question is he says, 
does it get easier? Well, that was my question. Is it gonna, is it going to wear off eventually? Does is his body going to get used now, to it? His body will get used to it, and absolutely. If I let's go back to an example that we've used a, a few times before. Your school bag weighs eight kilos. You yeah. do not even feel it when you pick it up. It, it feels like nothing to you. If I made your school bag 15 kilos tomorrow, you'd be like, whoa, what's happening here? It's a little bit heavy. After a week, it's normal. So what he does is he, he, he normals out. He plateaus out. We get him to go. But what we then do, because we want more from him, we want him to be better. We want him to get stronger. and We want him to get fitter. We increase his school bag to that 15 kilo mark. Ah, okay. His body then goes into shock again. And, and, and this, guy, this guy turned around to me and he said, listen, does it happen to you? You obviously train a lot. You obviously, you're a little bit fitter, a little bit stronger than me. And yeah. I, I, I said, absolutely it does. Absolutely it does. I pick an exercise that I really give it to myself on or an exercise that I probably haven't done for a while and I go through it. My body's not used to it. Goes into shock. A couple of days later, ouch. Don't touch me there. That hurts. You know? I, I, and I'm, you're using the trigger point therapy and, and all the I'm other tricks. I'm using all of, the of these tricks. I'm, yeah. I'm using as much as I can. But, you know, even for me, go to trigger point therapy. Sometimes to get on that thing hurts. And it yeah. hurts a lot. Like, I'm, I'm crying as much as anyone else is. You know, it's, it's really sore. So, delayed onset muscle soreness, how can we reduce it? Again, good recovery in, in the form of good hydration. Good uh, nutrition, good Which diet. Which is a big one. The hydration is huge. Hydration is huge as well because if, if you – beef jerky, absolute dry beef jerky, that's yeah. what we're – if we're not hydrating the muscles, the muscle, it's just tearing apart. It's like sh- little strings of beef jerky. There's no liquid in there at all. Hydration, keep the muscles hydrated. It's going to be easier. And, and when you feel a lot of tenderness in the muscles, it's yeah. just because they are literally so tender and so dry. So, you know, that's one thing. Sleep as well. And and, and be smart Hydration about and it. sleep, yeah. Be, be smart Seven, about it. You need eight hours. Yeah, you've got to have it. I think you got 10 hours the other night. Didn't you chime in on social media that you there did a 10-hour night? There was a little leak there that uh, I might have slept for 10, 10 hours. 10 hours. But I'd, slept, I'd, I'd, I'd run 36 kilometers. I was tired. Yeah. I'm just saying 10 yeah. hours. That's good. It's great. You know, and when I'm tired... Tired, I sleep. Yeah. You know, if, if I've, I've got the luxury of, of when when I work and my hours are quite flexible. But if I'm tired at midday and I can get 10 or 15 minutes nap, yeah. I have one. I yeah. listen to my body and I have that nap. You know, it's it's all to me. The sleep factor is like you're thirsty. I am drinking water now. Why? Because I'm thirsty. If you're tired, what are, you know? Are you gonna? Are you going to sleep? Maybe not always because you can't, but it's that listening to your body. So the, the recovery is, is super important, especially, and the, the last thing that I want to tell you, if you do have a bad case of DOMS, delayed onset muscle syndrome soreness, and it's really bad the next day or two days later, yeah. and you feel like something's going wrong in the gym, and it's, you're basically being there or being out running is, is hurting abnormally, Please stop. Yeah. Don't be a hero. Yep. Please just Been there. stop. Been there. <laughs> Been there. Because you know what's going to happen next? Something's going to go ping. Yeah. Something's going to go rip, twang, yep. Yep. ouch, all of these things. What have we spoken about all through the show? There's a yep. theme arising here. You're out for two weeks. Yep. What happens when you're out for two I was, weeks? I was out for three weeks there you simply go. because I didn't stop. I thought, oh, I can stop. run through this. Yeah, no. You have to know your body. You have to kind of feel your body. Yeah. Know and your I knew body. that I couldn't run through it. That's the other thing. That's the like, thing isn't I knew, it? Isn't I knew. It? Oh yeah, come on, I can do it. Yeah, no, I can't. And how, how often <laughs> do we hear that? I felt it going. Yeah. And what did you do? I kept on going. 
Gee, well, aren't you just the genius? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and this is what I this is what I say to people that we train. This is what I say to all our coaches. This is what I say to anyone that I come in contact with. The body is so smart. There's brain signals. There's signals coming from your muscles up to your head. All of this stuff's happening at, at an incredible rate. You can't even think about it. Way faster than what your Mac in front of you does. It's there for a reason. Pay attention to it. Know the difference between this thing of good and bad pain. And when it's saying, I'm just about to go... I'm just about to go. Please don't be the hero. There because go. what's going to happen? You're going to end up absolutely trashed. And you're out two, three weeks at best. Wise words of advice at from Marcus. Best. Marcus, we're out of time. That was quick that was and a lot quick. of fun, yeah. as it always is. You can find Marcus at innerfight.com. If you've got questions, ping them to him at winning at innerfight.com. We'll get them on the program. You can also send them my way, nightline at dubaii1038.ae. Always happy to get your comments, feedback, and, of course, your questions on Absolutely. fitness. And we'll be back next week, same place, same time. Looking forward Talk about to the marathon. Yeah, I can't wait. We want to hear from people that are running the marathon. Yeah. How far are you running? And you know what would be cool? Yeah. What have you done to prepare? I can't wait to hear your story, James. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's next week. James's preparation for the run and maybe for Rebecca. And maybe some input from Tim Elliott. That would be brilliant. We'll see if we can get a voice from Tim as well. I look forward to it. <laughs> this is Get Fit Radio right here on Nightline. We'll talk to you same place, same time next week.